but we mentioned it earlier and the Warriors and the commitment they made to ensuring the NRL had its t- full teams in the competition over the last years through COVID. Extraordinary commitment that they made, but more importantly, the players and the club have done for the NRL. And today, I think the sporting public in New Zealand get a chance to thank the Warriors and welcome them back home when they take on the Tigers at Mount Smart Stadium this afternoon. Huge game coming up, and their CEO of the Warriors, Cameron George, has been good enough to join us on game day. Cameron, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Dean. Great to talk to you, Cameron. And as I said earlier, what this club has done for the NRL has been extraordinary. How have the players handled the last two years? Because Dino said being away from family is tough. These players and officials and staff have been away from their family and their homes for the best part of two years, Cameron. Yeah, that's right. And, and look, we're, we're no different to anyone else uh, out there in society. Everyone's had their challenges, no doubt. But um, ours were obviously more unique to the sporting landscape where we had to go offshore to compete uh, and go offshore to remain in a competition and keep the competition going. So with that, you know, there's many untold stories of the, the challenges of our players and staff that have been through in the club. Um, but there's there's been plenty of people that have, you know, worked their way through adversity and uh, had to navigate without family and friends and, you know, never lived outside of New Zealand before. And uh, we did this in, uh, in a global pandemic where the, you just had no opportunity to go home. Usually when you head offshore somewhere, you get a chance to jump on the plane and go home, but we were just locked out of our home country, and that uh, caused a lot of havoc with, with families and, and, and so on. But to the credit of the footy club staff and players, they've sort of been resilient enough to keep their head down and, and keep being strong and keep going, and we find ourselves home today uh, after 60 games away and 1,038 days away <laughs> and haven't played here since August 2019. It's incredible, extraordinary, incredible isn't it? Incredible to get your head around 1,038 yeah. days, Cameron. My goodness, 60 games. Mm. So what's it been like coming home, Cameron? I mean, yeah, I assume that the city of Auckland has embraced you again. It's been so long, though. You sort of, I guess, have a little fear maybe that I hope they haven't forgotten about us. Yeah. Nah, no, definitely not. You know, we, as soon as we put the game on the market, it, um, it, it sold out pretty well straight away. We've got 27,500 fans here. Filling the stadium today, um, everyone's you know, talking about the game, um, and there's a real great opportunity for the game of rugby league uh, to get some great exposure here uh, because of the home game today. But um, it's been a fantastic week. You know, we've had a number of players, even staff uh, that haven't been to New Zealand in the Warriors shirt, haven't played at Mount Smart, so to have them come home and have the Kiwi boys be their host for the week has been something pretty cool to see mm. and. Uh, our fans are just going to enjoy today. It's a quite a special day with a lot of activities and, um, you know, the sun's out and it's a it's a beautiful day. Yeah, no, it sounds great. You might have just answered my next question, Cameron, because obviously there's a great build-up to this and, and you've got a huge crowd. I think it's a sell-out. Tell me if I'm wrong, Cameron. But rugby league in New Zealand, you haven't been able to... I guess, test and explore your market over the last two years. How is the sport in New Zealand and where do you think it's heading in the near future? Well, it's a little bit different to Australia, right? Um, when lockdowns occurred in New Zealand, they were literal lockdowns. They, you know, there was no businesses other than the, the emergency services that were allowed to operate. So unlike Australia, where most industries, manufacturers and 
and so on, and, and even sport uh, could continue to go. Like racing even stopped over here, so yeah, you appreciate amazing. racing yeah. kept going over there. So vastly different circumstances where sport stopped in its tracks. Mm. So over the last couple of years, there's been very limited junior pathway uh, footy played. Um, there's been very limited senior football played. So uh, we've had to be a little bit different, and we've just been you know, running training programs when we can and camps where we can around the country. And we've had over 40, 50 kids training every week here at the facility for the last two years. And, and today, we've got a junior team playing our West Tigers junior team because we wanted it one of them put on the Warriors jumper and, and they get to do it on the big stage today. Mm. So it's quite special for them. But the NRL need to come and relaunch a game again in New Zealand. It's been three years without it. We can't just flick the light on and expect it to go back. Uh, it just doesn't happen like that. And uh, we're in talks with uh, Andrew Abdale and clubs and what best we can do next year to get more content here. Mm. Financially, has it hurt the club? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Um, you know, you've got to appreciate uh, we we really haven't sold memberships since yeah. 2019. Uh, and memberships are you know, a big revenue um, platform for the club. And, um, you know, commercially, we haven't been able to sell corporate. Uh, our sponsors are stuck really solid with us, thank God. But we, we just we haven't been able to get momentum in the corporate or the commercial space mm. or even grow our fan base, particularly in New Zealand, because of our absence. So... Um, it's going to take a little bit of time to get going again, but uh, hopefully with the help of the NRL next year, we get more footy here, and that will ignite the game, and that will re-engage the fans, and that's something that the whole game should benefit from, not just the Warriors. Cameron, this afternoon will no doubt be uh, emotional, it will be passionate, but the bottom line is the players have to put that to one side to some degree and just try to get the win. I mean, you've got to be a bit cold and calculating in these situations not to let emotion get over the top of you. Correct, and that's been Stacey's very simple message all week. The week can be as good as you want it, but if you get beat, it'll be a misery, you know? Mm. Um, so he, he's kept it pretty simple. Uh, we're, we're certainly enjoying the occasion. Um, I've seen a real spring in the boys' step uh, during the course of the week, but Stacey uh, has kept it very simple, um, you know, is to just they have to push that aside, as you say, Dean, and, and they have to win today. Mm. That's what we have to do. We have to win today to repay our fans, and and that's the job at hand that our, our senior boys need to lead the younger boys. And hopefully we get the two points and we can really enjoy the night. Yeah, huge game against the Tigers. Has the mainstream media in New Zealand embraced the Warriors' return, Cameron? Yeah, they've been really good. Um, you know, this week we've had some very special cultural ceremonies about welcoming back to New Zealand, which is, you know, something you don't get every time and any time you come back. It's there for special occasions. And, we use this week as a reuniting time for our club. Uh, we've had 20 staff working here for the last three years that haven't met most of our players. And um, so basically we all came to the stadium together as one on Tuesday and all walked through the front gates to a very special um, um, ceremony, welcome home ceremony. Right, yeah, um, so it was great. Yeah, and, and that sort of re-engaged us as one club under one roof again, and that's that's what we needed. So uh, it's been really good for a lot of coverage, but I like Dean's point. We've got to get to 4 o'clock and kick the ball off and, and win a game of footy. That will top it all off. Cameron, just finally, uh, pushing ahead, coach, are we any closer? I mean, clearly you're working on who you want to be coach. When do you hope to have an announcement? Oh, mate, we're not far away. We, we've been talking uh, the last couple of weeks um, Mark and I, he's been away, he's come back. Um, we've had a couple of chats to some people and uh, they've progressed pretty good. So 
we're not far away. We've got the buy next week, so we've got a sort of bit of time away from the footy field, and we'll finalise that sooner rather than later. What one thing that we have in our favour, our recruitment for next year is nearly all but done, um, apart from a couple of spots. So it's not like we're after five or six key key recruitments, but we've achieved that through our, our signing so far. So um, that's somewhat different this time around to what it was last time we were looking for a coach where we, we needed to make a decision quick. But mm-hmm. we're not far away, mate. Watch his face. Terrific, yeah. Hey, look, Cameron, I think um, everyone in rugby league wishes the Warriors well. What the club has done over the last two years can't be understated. So the very best of luck today at Mount Smart Stadium and indeed going forward. And I really appreciate you joining us on, on game day on a Sunday morning on Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Any time for you, wonderful gents. Uh, have a great day. Who are you referring to? Ray, Ray's been around for a long time, mate. Yeah, we go, go back to Cameron's yeah, old steward days. Yeah. yeah, we go back a long way. It's all good. You guys have a great day. Thank good you. on you. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Best of luck, Cameron. Yeah, bye.